A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Are you ready? Marks and Smarks. This is the Smarky Las Filipinas podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheap Heat. Wait, you know what? There has been a mistake. I would like to apologize. Please, please, don't blame this on the other two gentlemen. It's it's not their fault. It's my fault. I would like to take responsibility for my error. The real name of the podcast is the SGP Podcast. That was painful. That was that was that was painful. And that was hard to way. listen to. I'm sorry, Stan. So hi guys, we're back. Yeah. We're back as a trio. Back as a trio. But before we get to the meat of this week's episode, there are two things I just want to raise, and oh. I just have to get this off my chest. Last Saturday at PWR Terminus, which was a fun event, by the way, there there was a particular chant that really pissed off a lot of people. And this happened during the main event between Classical Brian Leo and Ralphie Mabayashi. Right before. Right before. Yeah, right before. During a pre-match promo in Brian Leo, there was an asshole in the crowd who yelled ISIS at the champ, or the yeah. former champ. And that just led the entire auditorium to you know get shocked and be in silence for a good two or three seconds. Yeah. Until Brian Lumanog, our social media guy, stood up and started an asshole chant at that asshole, which was well deserved. And I think collective, collective, naman yung reactions nating lahat na you know that was very much uncalled for. And it's the second time this guy pulls that shit. What was the first time? The first time was at live. The first time really... was at live, but because there was so much noise going on, you barely noticed it. Okay. But this time, because you know Brian Leo really had everyone enraptured. There was really no point in, you know, well, denying the fact that this guy shouted an ISIS chant. And you know what? Uh, my instant reaction was I would actually have security escort this guy out. Because what he was doing was harassing the talent. Mm. But that's harassment in the workplace. Mm. And but he's not in the way. It's harassment it's, in the workplace, but he's not an employee. Like, he's not a fellow employee. Yeah. No, but if, if you work at an office and there is an outsider who comes in to harass you, you're entitled to have security escort this asshole oh. out. Oh, yeah. In the same, in, you know, going back by that same logic, we could have found a way probably mm-hmm. to, like, have security escort this guy out. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure exactly what happened behind the scenes because I was doing commentary at the time. But if I was in charge legit, I would probably have called security to just escort the guy because I, I would see that as the most reasonable reaction to that. You know what I mean? Because there are just some people out there who step over the line for the sake of stepping over the line. And, and I think this guy is one of them. And it reminds me so much of something that we didn't last week, which was Ray John Rondo calling uh, referee Bill Kennedy a, a bunch of anti-gay slurs. Now, it's the same same principle, harassment in the workplace. Like, I, I don't get why some people still think this is okay. It's not. It's not, no. He's a, he's a dick. That's why he thinks it's okay. And that's the thing. It's I think that because people are getting the chance to go to wrestling shows now, you know, be vocal, they think they can just because they paid for a ticket, they can say whatever they want. Yeah, don't be a dumb shit. Like you can actually not say whatever you want. Uh, nobody is trampling on your freedom of speech because freedom of speech also carries with it the responsibility of you know choosing what you say and also the consequence of people having the freedom to criticize what you say. Right, right. And that's why, at the end of the day, I think everybody agrees that those asshole chants at that guy in the crowd mm. were, were fair. Yeah. Yeah, but he was an asshole. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, you know, if, if somehow, some way you're listening to this podcast, first, thank you for downloading. Mm. But second, fuck you. You're and, an asshole. Yeah, you're an asshole. You deserved it. So, yeah, um, I think Ray John Rondo, even though he was a former Celtic, deserves more than a one-game suspension. Um, because because yeah, it's not okay to just say whatever's on your mind, especially when you, your mind is always in the gutter. So now that that's out, uh, that's out in the open, I think it serves as a lesson for all of us 
to be very mindful of everything we say, especially in a public setting. Because your actions will always have consequences. And I guess that guy from Terminus was lucky that he didn't receive anything more than the asshole chat that he got. Only because we don't know how to deal with it yet, actually. Yeah, so I'm, I'm guessing... That's one. That, That's one. I'm, I'm guessing that that will be something that we'll talk about. Behind closed doors. Behind closed doors, yeah. And we'll just come up with uh, whatever, uh, whatever courses of action in case some shit like this happens again. Right, now that that's out of the way, let's get to what this week's episode is all yeah, about. Yeah, Miss Universe Women. Oh. oh, yeah! Well, well yeah. Uh, since, since we started with Miss Universe. Yeah, that reference. <laughs> um, a lot of people called it a money in the bank cache. Oh, no, it's not a money in the bank cache. Like, you think it is because that's the storyline you've been spoiled with um, for the past decade. Year, past decade. But Even it's a dusty finish. Huh? Yeah, exactly. It's a dusty finish. finish, which has actually happened. Uh, well, not more than not just once, but more than once in this the year. past few years. Happened yeah. once this year. Yeah. Happened last year. Uh, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why people equate it more to a money in the bank cash. But even though you might think we are nitpicking, it's just uh, you know, it's just a, for accuracy's sake. Yeah, for accuracy's sake. I said we do need fans to be accurate in their discernment because that's like you know. The lack of knowledge is what leads us all to hasty generalization. No, and I think this is also one reason why some people don't like it when people use wrestling terms wrongly. Uh-oh. This is a case of a wrestling analogy or uh, being applied wrongly. Because uh, you know, there are sections of the internet that they, they would say uh, that yeah, so-and-so is bearing yeah. so-and-so. Yeah, that's, that's why people in the business actually you know, have it out for people... Uh, who are fans na nagmamagaling na nagmamagaling yeah. right so you know just for this just to clarify it once and for all you heard it from us and from Smart Henry it was not a money in the bank cash in it, it was, was a dusty, dusty finish. finish and you just better pay attention because you don't want to look stupid up there yeah even though, that, even though that may be the prevailing philosophy or the prevailing belief it's wrong it's, it's, a, it's a money in the bank cash in and you're wrong because as hilarious, as hilarious as it might have yeah. been if she actually cashed in, mm. there's no way you can win Miss Universe via cash-in. Um, yeah, well, that's part of the joke. That's part you of know the what joke. I'm saying? Yeah. It's part of the joke, but uh, in this particular case, the, the, the circumstances don't line up. You know? Yeah. You know what the sad part is? Like, I have a, a, I, wait, wait, I, explain that for another time, uh, for one more time. Fine. What is a dusty finish? Like, we already put this shit out on the internet for you to read. But yeah. since we know some people don't like to read, <laughs> you can listen. Right. Especially Filipinos. A dusty finish <laughs> is when the face is made to look not, to win. Not the face. The, or the somebody. First, the, first, the first winner wins. Yeah, and then it gets reversed on a technicality. On a technicality. Like, so, like the last time it happened was earlier this year. As Ambrose you pointed versus out, Rollins. Ambrose versus Rollins. Uh, what happened to what I am... Was that... The, no, the ref... The ref called it the DQ after he got hit. Yes. Right? No, there were two referees. Oh, yeah, there, there were two, two referees. referees. So he got hit. So a second referee counted Ambrose's dirty deeds and a pinfall. One, two, three. So that was the Ambrose named champion. Yeah. But then However, it was reversed because the second referee came out and mm-hmm. uh, came to and said nah, Ambrose hit him, therefore Ambrose should be disqualified. Or Rollins hit him. That so is Ambrose a technicality. Yeah, that is a technicality. Like Steve Harvey saying the wrong name is a technicality. Yeah, so Ambrose got to have the celebration, but Rollins still went home with the championship. It's named the Dusty Finish after Dusty Rhodes, who went through a lot of Dusty Finishes during his feuds with Ric Flair in the 70s or 80s. You know why they did it? It's because they, you know, they needed to give heat to the chase, the, cha- the chase of the challenger, the, 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 hero, the face challenger. Yeah, and they understood that it's exciting to hinahabol ng face and heel champion as yeah. opposed to the face champion taking on all comers. Speaking of face champions... Mm. I know. Just so we can get it out of the oh. way, congratulations to Ralphie Mabayashi, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the brand new PWR champion. Well deserved. Very well deserved. I mean, today is not the episode that we get into a review. Uh, a review. Yeah, well, I know. we'll get into that um, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe next year. But you know, we just got to get that out of the way too. Because um, it was a great match. It was a great finish. I was stunned. I, I was stunned. I, I didn't know. Like, uh, I legitimately did not know that that was going to happen. So, um, my expressions, my reactions on commentary were as genuine as can be. And um, um, I, I don't think a lot of people know this, but Ralph wasn't 100% or feeling 100% heading into Terminus. Yep. 
he was actually coming down with a bit of a fever, if I am not mistaken. So you have to hand it to the guy for still giving it 100% and for just sharing that moment with all of us last Saturday night. Just one last bit uh, to take it back to Miss Universe before we wrap this one up. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I had a lot of wrestling, uh, non-wrestling fans, na Facebook friends, who started sending me all these money in the bank memes after the Miss Universe thing happened. See, it's a That annoys me. You're a wrestling fan. I guess. <laughs> but you know, Shepard, they sent in my website, like, hey, it's a Miss Universe meme in the wrestling, uh, send it to Stan. <laughs> Probably enjoy it. So yeah, I had to uh, comment on every single one. Not a money in the bank cash in, it was a dusty finish. And that's that. Actually, but I, I thought of doing that, but I didn't want to exert all that effort. <laughs> I did. Anyway, uh, let's exert some effort into this week's main theme. And it's that time of the year again when we take a look at the music that came out into WWE and into the world of wrestling for the mm. year 2015. This is the second year we're actually doing this. Uh, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing that we actually get to do this one more time. And um, we don't really solicit much crowd votes for this yeah, one. Yeah, for this one. Because yeah. this is really based on our opinions. Because some of you voted last year, Tyler Breeze. As, as the best thing. <laughs> no, and, and I, that's why we don't solicit crowd opinions. Yeah. <laughs> Not for this award. Right? So, um, the way we do this is we are segregating them into four categories. The bad, the meh slash NR category, the good, and, and the then... Goat. The goat. Even goat. The best. The best of this year. The best of this year. So, when we say the best, isalan talaga. No runners-up, no dark horses, just that one theme. Sorry, so, Miss Colombia. <laughs> so let's get right to it, and let's start off with the bad themes of 2015. And there are a few. There are a few. There are quite a few bad themes just because of the dearth of talent that we've seen pick up on NXT. Then again, I guess in terms of new themes But there are bad themes. And that's because oh, you know, oh. themes na this year. Yeah. When you take a look at it, um, you were actually kind of lucky that Spotify has made it available for us to look at all the year, uh, the themes that have come out year per year. Mm-hmm. So now we can actually categor- uh, categorize them properly. So let's start off with this one: Damien Sandow's Hallelujah Remix. The Hallelujah Remix is obviously a take on his old entrance theme except they turned it into a rock song. And it's it, it doesn't work. It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't feel like it suits his alignment. It doesn't feel like it works. Just, it it's weird. And I don't understand how it's supposed to relate to his character. Like, how does this make me relate to him? How does this make him, uh, make me want to see this guy? Because as a, as a music fan, part of the reason why I want to see a, a certain guy is I want to hear his music. Mm. That's why I loved when Eddie Guerrero would appear or Chris Benoit. Like their songs still appear in my, oh. you know, still ring in my head. That wasn't it. That was Pete Johnston. That's so. true. But, but you know, for, for this for this Hallelujah remix, parang parang binaboy lang nileng Hallelujah na kanta. And now now that I've heard it, I just wanted to start using the old song again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything else on on Sandow's remix? It's, it's lazy and, and derivative, and not even in a good way. Next up on our list is a shared theme by two wrestlers who aren't even in a tag team. And we're talking about Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Ah well, it's the case of these girls from Down Under. It's weird, because there isn't really anything else that binds it together other than their place of origin and their accent. And And we haven't even really heard them talk that much. Yeah, we haven't. And yung song mismo, it's not memorable. It's not. So it, it's so unmemorable, they can afford to like use it on another person in the same show. And people don't really realize it. Yeah. And except for people like us. <laughs> yeah, who are, too, you know, who are too OC and anal about this. So, I don't know about you, but um, this deserves to be in the bad category. Okay, it's like, it, uh, yeah, it's a filler song, but it's only bad because the song itself isn't really terrible. Like... Uh, Given the right character, it would work. Like it would be a nice song for someone. But since yeah, they're jobbers and they get a pretty nice song and they actually share the song, it's not. It's know, the context. It's not a home run, yeah. you know, or it's not even a. a it's a not hit. even a meh. It's 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 a meh. It's really not a terrible song in itself. It just so happens that the circumstances don't hmm. give it enough of a reason to be bumped up a category or yep. two. Okay, next up. 
the Vaude Villains. first came out, the first song nila, it was actually worth listening to. But then because they changed the drop so many times, uh, and then the alignment nila medyo flip-flop then over the, over the last year. They don't know what to do with them actually. Right. So, ganun din. Like, I don't know how to feel about the song and because it doesn't give me an instant feeling about the vaudevillains, I think it's a, I think it's a bad. It's a bad one. I like the song because uh, it fits the face their face alignment even more than their previous song but I don't really think flip-flopping the drop is a bad reason is a good reason to call it bad well it's not just the drop it's not just the drop at this point but it's also the fact that the song I would at least bump it up to me no it elicits a reaction it's not it's not it's a bad reaction for me like it's not it's not me because I don't care about it it's Bad because you changed it, you changed it, you changed it, you changed it. But that's it. not a good reason to call a song bad. But in the context of uh, no, it's new, about... hmm? in the context of it's a new song, oh, and it's derivative. But everything think... is derivative. <laughs> I I think what what Stan and I are trying to get at is it's not it's not good enough to be good, but the reaction is bad. The reaction is what? bad. It, no, no, no. Uh, it's but no, of, but the reaction has nothing to do with the song. No, it doesn't. Doesn't. It's more of. It, it, We're the, talking about the song as a as a piece of music. Yeah, the song itself as a piece of music is just very uninspiring. Sure. Okay. And so, and there, and there it, it reflects not, how. I don't think it's terrible. It just reflects It's not how, terrible. It reflects the direction of the Vaudeville's characters. Okay. It's very uninspiring. It's now. unmemorable. So yeah. I will give you that the song is unmemorable. Yeah. I don't think it's terrible. Well, okay. I th- yeah, see, see. We can, we can agree on we that. We can agree on that. So, we're already delving into the bad meh yeah. part but of before this Before we list. get to the meh, talaga, I think there's one more theme on our list that we have to uh, um, call out for being bad. And that is the new Blue Pants song. Okay, it's obvious that we, you know, we can't hear the original Blue Pants theme anymore because of copyright issues with the prices, right? You I, I, I'm guessing. I, but, but it was it's a cover. It's a cover, and it's vocal performance, so yeah, it should be in that safe zone. But I think network because it's on TV. Yeah, that's where the trouble happened. Which is weird because I think the Price is no, Right the price is on like yeah. NBC or some shit. No, yeah. the, no, the Price is Right theme is used everywhere. It's used in our radio stations. Then again, you know, our radio stations don't get flack. I mean, I can use whatever song I want as a sound effect, and right. I'm not going to get heat. It's only from because in uh, the US. Uh, no, the thing is, you only get heat when somebody decides to bring heat. That's yeah, true. so I, I, I'm guessing somebody, you know, may nagsumbong sa network the Price is Right, and they moved to have it scrapped. So yung bagong version is just so. Horrible. What, what is it? For those who... Uh, no. Wait, sorry. Scrap that part. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it's, just, it's just a poor attempt at, you know, trying to be funny with it and trying to make do with what you have, which is essentially nothing. Mm-hmm. So, you, it, it was something you couldn't save. So, that was just a situation they couldn't win. Okay. Yeah. Alright. How about we go into our next category, the meh. So, for the benefit of those who aren't as uh, imaginative, how do you explain the meh? It's not, you know, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the Vaudeville song. Uh, it's not, the meh is not super terrible, but it could be good, but it's mostly generic. It doesn't do anything for you. Parang, it's really just like, I don't know, a placeholder for something better. Because, if, because something know, better uh, can come. Yeah, stars usually get something better. So may mga kulang. Mm. Right. So how about we start off with Bull Dempsey's new theme. Uh. Bull Dempsey's new theme is a remix on his song from last year. Which is also not very new. It wasn't. But now, now that he has this new, more, how do you say this, optimistic? No, comedic. It's comedic. It's a comedic gimmick. But yung, yung, the riffs mismo are more upbeat. Yeah. yeah. Right? Then um, the 
bull. Yeah, it's still there. Stop. It's, it's, it's a faster it's, bull. It's a faster bull. I like the bull drop though. Yeah, like, that's a nice. That's a nice touch because it gives it. It gives the song a little more personality. And it gives the crowd something to chant. Yeah, yeah. Even right. if it's forced. Yeah, so it's <laughs> it's interactive, but to, to a certain extent. But the song itself, uh, it gets good towards the middle, and normally we don't get there. Especially mm. for a wrestler like Bull Dempsey, who probably will not win a championship. And it's most likely remixed differently when you hear it on the show. Yeah. yeah. Now the mixing just changes up everything. Mm. Yeah. So you um you know, you, you kind of wish the good the good the best songs have the hooks at the start. Eh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Kaya, maganda. Mm-hmm. But this itong kata ni Bull Dempsey, it gets good sa, sa gitna. And dun siya nagkukulang as a wrestling song. Next up on... Uh, that's actually kind of characteristic for a lot of C4 dollar sign songs. Now, the, the, the intro sounds super different. And the, the, like the first verse and the rest of the song is slightly thematically different from the intro. Kind of like Roar of the Lion. Mm. The page mm. in... Rusev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pati yung Kailana. Yeah. Well, like, me, well, I don't know, for, for Johnston songs, like, you have one drop, and then that drop sets the whole mood for the song. Like, it doesn't... Or it rarely... It doesn't deviate. It rarely ever deviates. Actually. Like the rock song or Stone Cold song. Oh. Isang loop lang yan eh. Isang, no, not, no, I'm not saying because it's, an, it's a loop of a riff, but... The drop will connect from throughout. Throughout, yeah. Like it's not a, a motif, but it ends up kind of like being a motif. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um, next one on our list, Dana Brooke. Mm. That's another example. Yeah. It sounds different in the beginning, and then it gets weird. It gets uh, the, the 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 time signature kind of changes a bit. Yeah, and then there's a vocal part that you don't see coming. Right, and it's a it's not a great vocal. Oh. That's that's the other part. That it, it's the, it's par for the course for WWE. You know, for vocal themes. Nah, okay, the vocal ain't that great. But it's this generic. One, yeah, this rock. one is very much uninspired. Yeah, it's oh, it's I you know I mean like we could work with it. She can she can walk down. She to can the walk ring. down to it. She can pose to it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just <sighs> it's not the type of song. Then uh, kapag good guy si Dana Brooke, you want to sing along to it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like I'm not sure any. You, you, you don't even hear the the words right. You know, yeah, the only I, I, I just I mumble and then you just hear that. I'm not your enemy. Like all I hear is the kind that's something the weekend. I'm not your enemy. That's it. It doesn't even make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't bother to check the lyrics. You know, it's nonsensical. Like it doesn't matter. That's why, me. Okay. So, next, next song. Alright, next up. Naomi's new theme. Hmm. Why is this song not amazing? It's okay. It's okay. It's not... I wouldn't be surprised if she, did she sing it. I would be. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if she, surprised if she did uh, also. But it's just. It's not. But it fits her. It it fits her. Mm. It fits what she's doing now. But it just doesn't do much on a musical level. Parang may kulang din. Mm. Yeah, again, it may goes to the entire theme, right? May malaking kulang. That's um, about I, it. I guess it just goes back to the um, generic complaint of Smart Henry towards CFO dollar sign. Now. They're soulless songs. Yeah. Anything um, else on Naomi? Yeah. He's kind of like the EDM of the bad EDM of wrestling. <laughs> That's sad. And that and the spectrum, the spectrum is really heavy towards the really bad EDM in wrestling. So that doesn't say a lot about the potential of a song for Peter Versosa if he made it to WWE. <laughs> well, Peter Versosa is another story. I mean, no, I'm saying EDM in Cantone. So yeah, Peter Versosa's theme. Eh, it's interesting. Yeah. The Titantron graphic is pretty solid, but we're not talking about PWR today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up on our list on the meh category, Dash and Dawson. We go hard, all day, all night. I'm a proud son of people who be ready to fight. Say yeah, 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 yeah. It's generic. It's the same way that their characterization is generic, this song is generic. They're... they're there's something about them that I kind of get from the growling 
na, na parang I get I, I get what they're trying to establish na they're growling, they're gnarly, they're nasty, but it it look it sounds like metalcore if that's a genre. I'm not I'm not it even is. sure if I yeah. Parang metalcore. Metal metal it's but it's not how do you say this? It's not good metalcore. Pero tama ba metalcore ba yung genre ng song Dawson? It 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 it, it 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 leans toward that side of the well metal you know metal ish metal sounding rock. Yeah, it's not new metal. That's it's, that. It's I know. that that that's uh, right. That's another song. Yeah, that's another song. But it's not at the same time. It's not good enough for you to really say that. You know, there's some substance behind it. Right. Okay. Next up, the hype bros. We don't get hype. We stay hype. You know it, bro. Now this song will get you hyped. Yeah. But that's about it. It's just it's like sugar for your ears. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's it's How is that bad though? It's it's not bad. It's not your a bad song. But then it's just like <laughs> What's happening? It's meth. It's meth. It's meth. It's meth. Meth for your ears. <laughs> meth sugar. for your ears. <laughs> but then no, it's it's more of a sugar rush for me than anything. Okay. And it's and sometimes it works, hmm. especially in the case of you know Zack Ryder yeah. and you know, Ojo Rawling, that they're just you know guys who are excited about things. Hmm. This will get you excited they're, about something. They're bros and they're hyped, and yeah. there's no more need to explain anything else. For what it's worth, feeling go uh, the tag team with Mojo Rawley and the song. Panginigising hmm. nito si Zack Ryder, hmm. like he's not as hyped as he used to be when he was doing Z True Long Island Story. So, I, I guess the one good thing about this theme is it wakes Zack Ryder up. Like, I can actually see it in the guy when he comes out to it. Yeah, he's, it, it helps. It helps. But then, at the end of the day, the song itself just does that. Yeah. There's no substance behind it. Right. Okay. Next up, Eva Marie. song takes you back to the early to mid 2000s mm-hmm. because that's the type of wrestler she is that's the type of woman she is and unlike the themes of say Tori Wilson or Stacy Keebler now you're like oh shit this is you know this is a, a bombshell now you know I want to marry or I want to get with the Eva Marie song just incites annoyance which doesn't help now the Eva Marie character herself already incites anger mm. It's it's gone past being annoyed. Why would, would no wait? Uh, why would why would he why would she incite anger? Because people are just so pissed off that she's everything everything that she has done this mm. year, and we're already deviating a bit from the oh. musical analysis yeah, yeah, yeah. of no, this. No, 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 no. I'm just I just find it amusing that you people are so angry. I'm not angry. I've been angry and then I've gotten over yeah. it. Anyway. Oh, I just find her funny now. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what it's, I, that's it's what sad I think about. funny though. It's yeah, sad it's sad funny, funny, but at least it's funny. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I could play as Eva Marie in WWE 2K16 and find a perverse amount of joy in it. <laughs> no, the Eva, Marie, uh, the Eva Marie character in 2K16 is better than the real Eva Marie. Which is sad in itself. Yeah. But that's a different story. So this song doesn't really do much for me. It really doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, I feel the same way. It's like, you could be doing a lot more with a really... I don't know. It's a unique character now. Yeah. That's, a, that's, a, that's the thing. That people don't want her to succeed. She has this, oh, I don't know if it's scripted anymore, type of badness to what she's doing in the ring. But at the same time, this song is not so horrible. Well, it's not memorable. And that's what ultimately makes it not good enough. Yeah. Well, again, it's, you know... The trademark so far of the C4 dollar sign song. Yeah, but don't worry, we'll actually get to the good parts and believe us when we say that there are some good parts. So mm-hmm. let's get through the next three themes so we can graduate to the good. Blake and Murphy. Dubstep Cowboys version 3? 2? 2? 3? 2. 2 is 2. Yeah, it's two. This is Dubstep Cowboys version two. It's an improvement from Dubstep Cowboys version one. Mm. 
But at the same time, it's still... Drugs. Drugs. <laughs> drugs kung drugs kung drugs. Mm. Na parang, this is a type of song that, okay, there's more rock elements to it, but at the same time, you can only really enjoy this when you are on drugs. It's... Uh... It's not memorable. Yeah, I agree. And I also agree that it is a, an improvement on the last theme. Because at least this one isn't as seizure-inducing, I guess. <laughs> you, you still have a small seizure, but it's... No, yeah, but at least, it's, at least the song itself, the structure, is more steady. No, yeah. there is structure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not, just, not just... It's steady. It has structure. So, with that... Meh. The one good thing about the Blake and Murphy theme is it set the structure for the Banff stable. And uh, I'm just saying that to plant the seeds for another song we'll discuss later on in the podcast. Mm -hmm. Last two songs, Nia Jax. Nia Jax, in Cantania, it really doesn't suit her character. This is my main problem, actually, with uh, the Sasha Banks song last year. I had a dream, I had a May, yeah. There's nothing dragging down me, yeah. Cause a girl gon' push it all out the way. Hey. Okay, so what bakit it's like a problem in Sasha Banks song? Okay, it, it's it's the same thing with Nia Jaxe. Uh they're both supposed to be heel characters, but the song the message of the song itself is very positive, positive and heroic. Which they're or, not. or what well the, the Nia Jax song isn't heroic, but it's upbeat. Yeah. In uh in a disconnecting way. No, ano rin siya, positive din siya kasi I'm not like most girls. And she tries to prove oh, that yeah, yeah, sure, you sure. know, that she, she stands out. Yeah. And normally, being a standout isn't something that you should look down on or you should... Uh, unless they're making her, you know, unless they're making her a heel because she's like the biggest woman in the roster. Which means she's not like most girls in that sense. She's Pero, not like most girls because she's packing weight. Yeah, I mean, be, I mean, is that why she's heel? Or is is she just heel because she is... Terrible, uh, you know, an, a, a mean person. Yeah. So, uh, weird. You know, uh, that's why there's a disconnect between the character and the song. So, um, it, it it's, it's also weird because given new vignettes, yeah. the vignettes built her up as something so dominating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Actually, so, no, yeah. So, so like, evil. Yeah. Tapos, yung kanta niya, pop song, parang, what when, the fuck? She, when she first appeared in her respect, it was kind of strange. Yeah. Tapos, yung jasmine colors didn't help her either. That's true. Okay. Last uh, song in the meh category. The League of Nations. Okay, here's now, another one of those songs that it starts off, eh, but when you when you get to the middle, that's when the good better. part comes in. The, the sad part is uh, this is a Johnston song. And they and, could have done so much more with it. And knowing, no, knowing Johnson, knowing that uh, he especially likes to use different instrumentation, this is kind of disappointing. But I kind of understand it if the story was they needed a quick theme for the stable. Right. The problem is, um, magandang riffs niya, but they recorded it with with synth instruments. Yeah. And that made it sound like a Pokemon theme when you enter into a boss battle or Which like the Elite Four. Isn't necessarily a bad thing, but but in in the world of Pokemon. Yeah. Yes. But not in the world of WWE and not in a world where the people using this song is a stable full of horses. Nah, menacing and you know, uh, really want to rip you apart, shit like that. Yeah, there's no intimidation factor with this song. Yeah. There's no No, no I mean my content. My content, my content. But there's in, no in, in the composition, meron, meron. But it's not overwhelming though. Yeah. If if they used live instrumentation and they had a bit more time to refine this. Because if Sifo Dollar Sign was able to use an orchestra for Rusev and Lana's songs, yeah. Parang, okay, why wasn't this recorded using live instruments? And the thing about the League of Nations song is I kind of wanted it to represent grandeur and class yeah. with a bit of bad acting. It's there. The, the idea is there. But the execution... Mm. Mm. Not quite. Yeah, I don't feel it. Like I, I see a bit of the class, a bit of the grandeur, but not the badassery. And it's that's why it ultimately falls flat. It's also on a, uh, It's not just not only because of the instrumentation, but the composition of the march is also pretty rudimentary. But um, it's there's no there's no how do you say this? There's no finesse. There's no sophistication in the composition. It's it's very run the, of the, the mill. 
Yeah, it's very run of the mill. It's like if you were to make a march okay. out of something, mm. and you just you just decided, okay, I want the march. I want something to go. It feels forced mm. for one, and because the instrumentation is such, it doesn't feel organic. Like it. it yeah. Also, also because of the synth. Yes, because if you had live instruments for this song. That would take that would, that would take it to at least a good level, and if you had a full orchestration level of this song and you just cleaned it up a bit, and you, if you had a nice drop, yeah, you had a nice drop, you had a big swell somewhere. Yeah, this is song of the year candidate. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's it's not. So you know, like the way I see it, our worst nightmare would be a full year na lahat ng kanta puro synth and used wrongly. It would be revenge <laughs> of the synth. <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm not giving that the time of day. No, I was actually thinking. Let's about move on. We're in I, the good. We're in the good section already. Good section already. We actually have eight, uh, seven themes that made the cut in the good category. Mm-hmm. So let's start strong and let's go with Apollo Crew. The Apollo Crew song is bombastic. At first, I didn't quite enjoy it as much. Like, but it grows on you. It grow. It does grow on you. Yeah. It does grow on you. See, it, at first, it sounded like this generic upbeat, medyo pagka hip hop. No, it, the generic black guy theme. I, I'll just come out and say it. It sounded like a generic theme you'd give to some black wrestler. Why? It just sounded. What like is it. a generic yeah, black yeah, guy? What is, what is pause, a generic? Pause. Pause. Because. What we've never qualified what the generic. What is a generic black guy theme? A Who generic is the hip-hop, generic black a generic guy? hip hop song? A generic hip hop song. Bass heavy, good. I, I guess, yeah. Okay, since we're on generic hip hop, <laughs> like who? Like I don't <laughs> know. Uh, Prime time. Hey, that was a good. Song. Hey, that was a good song. Yeah, that, I was about to say that's. That was it's, a good song. It's at least borderline. Oh, oh. Or the prime time player song, the yeah, current song in PPP. Oh, but prime. Millions of dollars. No, that's not part of the song. Yeah, it's not. I know, no, but then the song, the song, the original Frankenstein player song was great. Yes. Yeah, but in the one middle, the one may cool lang. It sounds like generic black guy hip hop music. As much as are we just gonna? Yeah. No, are, we, are, are we generic? No, are we? First of all, are we generalizing hip hop as black music? No, no, we're not. We're not. <laughs> I'm just saying that there is union theme that I saw in WWE. Now, when there's a generic black guy wrestler that they don't know how to. Right. Sure. Okay. You know, okay. Throw some generic hip hop his way. You need song, yeah. Okay. Give him some character that way. But there is one track on our list that isn't generic. Wait, no, wait, no, we're not done. About, we're not done talking about Apollo Cruz yet. Oh yeah. Well, I was I was gonna move on because we've said so much already. No, about I, generic you know, hip hop. Back back to Apollo Cruz. I just wanted to note that I don't know if this was intentional, but I can hear some elements of the Rocky theme on his song. For those of you who haven't heard the Rocky theme. You can see that it's it ties in a mm. bit, yeah, just ever so slightly. Continue. It's it's not so obvious, but it's there if you listen closely. Like it's if, there if you like both songs. Yeah, and if you really wanted to make the connection, right? Apollo Cruz's ring name is after Apollo Creed and mm. Terry Cruz. So if there really was a connection, it it's not far fetched. Yeah, it's not. And considering that Creed just came out of the movie, I haven't seen it. I would like. I would love to. I would love to see it. But we've all seen Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which counts for something. Because Star Wars is coming back after MMF. Yeah, Creed probably isn't. Fuck. Alright. <laughs> anyway, uh, next, next one on our list, Asuka. Okay, as far as Japanese wrestlers go, this might, might just be the best one we've heard in a long time. You know why? Uh, the way I look at it is it's the least Japanese-sounding wrestling team. <laughs> it is. It's, that's true. No, 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 no. I agree true. with you. I agree with you. Yeah, that's true. Look because at Hideo Itami's theme. No, no, there, Tajiri, there was Tanaki. nothing super racist about this theme. Like, okay. There was. Like, yeah, it's nice to use uh, native instruments. Yeah. Uh, you know. A to, koto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Which to, is you know, what it usually becomes. But it's that that technique has become a new. Gas gas. Not not gas gas. Not even gas gas. It's become more of a way to pigeonhole. A Japanese character, wrestler, a character. Well, not just Japanese wrestlers. Anyone else? Like, for example, the black hip hop thing. Yeah. You know, you just you just pigeonhole a character and based on their nationality and 
that and the genre associated with it. No, just taking off on the generic hip hop. Uh, fine, here's a really bad generic hip hop song. Oh, I know, David yeah. Otonga. Oh yeah, that's true. That was really terrible. There, he, I, like David Otonga doesn't look like the type who probably enjoys hip hop. He's a smart wait, wait, guy. Wait, 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 no, 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 Sorry, it's okay, it's okay. I don't know if he's, you know, if, if he's into hip-hop or not, but he was slapped really? on the, you're stereotyping. with a generic hip-hop theme. <laughs> While we're saying... No, 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 it, was it, was it wasn't a generic hip-hop. Okay, okay. That's... No, 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 no. It, just, it wasn't actually... My, my problem with it wasn't that it was generic. My problem with it was that it, it was, was bad. super bad. It was this, bad. Listen to the verses, he, the, the, whichever dude it was. Esprim. Who? <laughs> exactly. Surrender. Listen to his verses and the words he was spitting. It is super bad. But we digress. Yeah. We were talking about Asuka. Yeah, and Asuka's song was good. Because it was the yeah, least so Japanese yeah, song. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Again, wait. though. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, you, you first, you first. The thing, just the thing about this song, before we just get any more sidetracked, is <laughs> one, it does not sound J-Rock. Oh, yeah, sure. It does not sound J-Rock. Two, there's it's in no... English. It's in English. And three... Yay? <laughs> Yay? I mean, you know, is that a good thing? English? It's a good thing, it's a good thing. But three, it's also, there is no hints of Asian dumb about it. Wala siyang pagka Asian at all. Now you could give it to another wrestler. While, okay. while, while I'm going to agree with you on all those points, I'm gonna call you out in saying that that's doesn't, you know, those reasons don't make it a no, good that, song. No, that doesn't, that, that it's not what makes it a good song. It's just, there are points that given the character. Plus points yeah. for the song. Yeah, yeah, but the sure. Song yeah, itself, yeah, yeah. The song in itself is it's actually pretty good. solid. Yeah, it's pretty it's, solid. Know, it's, it's listenable. It's it's something you can exercise. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's just that. Uh, it's also a little prog rock, no? Just a bit. Just a bit. The, the opening riff is really the nice. opening. Yeah, it's a nice riff, but it's not it's not prog enough to be to, sure. for you to have to overthink it. Yeah, it's not like it's not Rush or you know uh, Dream Theater. What? Just think, I'm just like I didn't expect that in this podcast we would be talking about Rick Gross Grunts, Dream Theater, and Rush. Pokemon. And Pokemon before we started. As yeah. is the case. Oh no no, you know what it does sound like? It sounds more like yes. Not the, Not the chat. Not the chat. The band. The band. Oh. <laughs> See, we drop in all genres out of here. Alright. Uh next theme. Since and we're talking about the Japanese wrestlers. <laughs> Because we're talking about Japanese wrestling. No, 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 you know what song does sound like a Japanese rock song? Jushin Thunder Liger. Okay, Jushin Thunder Liger for can, can all I, can, that he's done. Can I first say that <laughs> I did not expect, you know, when this year started, we were do, when we were doing the last, when, the last year's uh, theme song awards, we would be ranking the, Juice, the Jushin Thunder Liger song. In the WWE ring uh, setting, you know, in, the, in the WWE and the theme song awards, yeah, because, because we never is... thought he would appear in WWE. And this, and you know, because his Liger Liger song is licensed by a JPW, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they couldn't bring that over, yeah. they made him this, which is fucking solid. It's solid, but it's also oh, <laughs> it's also super stereotypical. It yeah. is. It is. I guess there's a way of making it stereotypical and making it work. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. That's the thing. That's the chord progression. It's the way that the chords go, the tempo, and just the way that it makes you feel. Like you're in a Japanese anime show. In a way, it reminds me now of Tensai Song. I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but I actually like the Tensai Song. Just because um... it, it, gave you the, it gave you the fear that they wanted to strike... It just so happens that the character fizzled out faster than you know we'd all want. The thing about stereotypical, the thing about stereotypes is that the reason why they exist is to provide a template on which, uh, in which you can fill in using you know, using actually 
good executions. Mm-hmm. Like it does. Like the stereotype itself isn't a, a bad thing. It's how you execute it. And this is, as you said, a good execution of a stereotypical genre. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about we get to the next song on our list? We talked about Banff earlier and how the Blake and Murphy song was just drugs and kalatsa all over the place. When they were actually able to contain that mess and contain that frenzy, you come out with the Alexa Bliss remix. Mm. Now that was an excellent use of dubstep to remix an existing song. You know what I would have wanted? I wish they still used the old drop the glitter glitz yeah yeah, yeah 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 just in a more menacing atmosphere tapos nandiin pa niya yung boss niya mas malandi pa hindi naman not more maybe a little more menacing no kasi the way she said it before was pa cutie oh yeah cutie sure. no because she was she was cutie she was she was the well the little fairy princess right but now that she's like the, the queen bitch she could have made it with so the porn star she name. is not with, the queen bitch with a porn star name she's trying to be the queen bitch she's with, with a porn be... star name yes <laughs> yes she could have she could have sounded <laughs> so malandi dude sobrang lapit na Alexa Bliss but, but her character isn't malandi it's not she's, she's try, she really is no no she is trying to be the queen bitch she's trying to be the queen bitch but the thing is until proven otherwise she's not oh? she's not well, she has to be. Sasha, Sasha isn't around. Okay, Sasha's not around. Sasha's not around. But she hasn't even come close to even, I would say, Sasha two years ago. It doesn't matter because the queen bitch position is anyone's for the taking right oh, now. No. It could be Naya. It could be Alexa. It could be Eva fucking Marie. Well, I don't know. They have been it could be fucking it. Bailey, for all we know. No, no, bitch. no Bailey is your hero. She's, she's the bay of everyone, so no. Um, so yeah, Alexa Bliss's theme. Um, you know, yeah, there are points for improvement, but as a whole, it works. It's good. No, it's it 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 doesn't need much more right now. It works. Yeah, and and, and we're happy. You're happy. You're happy. I'm happy. It's I don't. Awesome. I don't know why. Parang parang ni consistent talaga consistency si Foda Alexei. You know, but I can't tell where on extremes. I I can't tell where his strengths really lie. Or they're there, but there are two of them. Yeah, I can't tell where their strengths really lie, and so therefore I cannot pinpoint like what genres would be a hit for them to make. I don't think they can tell themselves. Oh, all right. So they just ha- it's 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 so, not. But at the same time, it's not hit or miss with them. Because eh? you can like you know for Johnston, you can tell that he really does well with rock. Yeah. Yes, and heavy rock riffs. Mm, yeah, yeah, the, the, heavy the, the, rock you know, riffs work for Johnston. Yeah, but he can like compose if he had to, like the Undertaker theme. Mm, yeah. yeah. But the Undertaker theme doesn't really have much to it. That this no, no, it's really no, no, it's intricate. No, it's, deri- it's derivative of the funeral march, but yes, it's an original theme in itself. It's an original theme in itself, and he made it work. It it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. That, wait, did Taker get a new theme? Ish. No, really. no, he still uses the same one. Ever since the dragon the incarnation. The what? Ever Taker. since the WrestleMania twenty incarnation. In No, he's used Johnny Cash. Yeah, he's using Johnny Cash, but still. Yeah. Okay, next up, uh, this this is one of my personal favorites for 2015, Dark Emma. Mmm. The remix of this song. I like Dark I like it. Because, uh, just, just for the reason that the Emma's original song was good. No, it was not. No. No, it was... Okay. It was quirky. It was quirky, it worked, and I liked it. It was like that. The original versus the remix, it's a case of the remix just does so much more. No, value. no, no. Well, here's what I like about the remix here. The remix does a really good job of sampling the original song. Yes. And doesn't try to make it fit with the, with the new composition. No, the, the composition of the new song. Like, it's there, it's sampled, pero... It's not shoehorned into the song. It doesn't feel forced. Mm. That's here's, what I'm saying. Here's what makes a good wrestling theme. We always say that the best wrestling themes are able to encapsulate what the wrestler's character is all about. Mm. Dark Emma's song, it has a, it has some traces of the quirky Emma, which at, you know, parang when we see her, it's still the same person, yeah. the same wrestler. Pero yung character yeah, nag iba. Yeah, so like, you can feel the confidence. Mm. You can feel yung pagka-sexy niya lumalabas. And you can feel a little bit of the menacing side that she's willing to uh, take some to cut, to cut some corners and to undercut her opponents to get the win. You hear that in the song, and that's why Dark Emma's song is one of my favorites for the year. Because and to talk about it musically, uh, 
the fact that they sampled the song, the old song, so well, so so well at that tells me that they weren't trying to run away from the original song, which says that you it probably goes back to the idea that she's still the same person, her qualities just changed, yeah. and you see that in the remix. So that's why the remix worked so well. Mm-hmm. Okay, next up on our list, Jordan and Gable. If there was one thing though that I could rant about Jordan and Gable, it's that it sounds like the world's greatest tag team 2.0. No, no, it, it, no, it tries. Kind it, of. tries it, it tries to go into that territory. Kind of, but it isn't as well. It it's isn't because it doesn't have the drop that Shelton and Charlie had. I actually think that this is another uh, lazy C four dollars rank composition because it's very also it's also very basic, but it, it works. Then that's the bottom line. It's basic, but they played it safe enough for it to work. And, and you know, major here. Yeah, it comes out. It it. It make you know it does what it has to do. It's it feel it has that slightly patriotic feel. Sure, but uh, not necessarily. Yeah, not, not as not patriotic as when you know Haas and Shelton were using. Yeah, it, you know? but that's I think that's the one little emotional callback that you get from World's Greatest Tag Team. Right, right. Musically. Yeah. So the last one on the good category. Uh, we'll actually talk about two songs because this dude had two themes for the year 2015. Samoa Joe. So the first one sort of sounds like this. And here is where I think you all are wrong. Like the same reason why I thought you guys were wrong last year about Tyler Breeze. I said this. A lot of people did not like the song. The reason why Samoa Joe has two songs is because people did not like this song. And there is, and to me, because I am a hip hop fan and I'm biased, there is nothing wrong with this first song. It is a good beat. The bass is menacing uh, for a face, uh, for a yeah, face for character. A face. Uh, the bass is for a badass face. Yeah, the bass is. Uh, Good, you know, you know, uh, goody two shoes, but it isn't doesn't compromise on its, uh, you know, hard assness. You see, this is a guy. You see, people were hearing weren't really hearing the bass, that's why they didn't, they didn't like it so much. So but when you listen to it, when you listen high to it, def it, earphones, not just, not even high def earphones. When you just really listen to it without all the other noise that uh, that you know that shows up in a TV show, it's really good. Like the the baseline drives you, you know, drives it you. drives. It drives. It drives. And, and then, then there's a second version. Which this one naman isn't necessarily no, I like it. I like this one as well. Yeah, it's not a huge jump. It's not a huge jump thematically. But it fits better with his heel character. Exactly. I think it fits because it's got the horns that remind me of William Regal. Mm. Mm. So, oh, yeah, yeah. It does, right? Yeah. And the thing about the William Regal theme is it's always been very menacing. Like, yes. uh, very sinister, very dangerous. So, those horns with the hip-hop beat... But there's something about it that makes me think that this one he can work with this. The Destroyer song, the second song, is actually one of the more uh, complicated or the more sophisticated uh, compositions by C4 Dollar Sign. Because you can hear so many different instrumentations. The horn is a synth, much like the League of Nations song. But uh, um, C4 Dollar Sign also also throws in a string, a string line. A string element. Yes, a pizzicato uh, violin violin line that isn't as overt as out there. As it's not pronounced. You know, it's pronounced. It's pronounced. You, it's there, but it's not dominating. And yeah, the, 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 way, the way it, it rides under the main horn riff is amazing and make and gives it more depth. It's one of those songs na on a 
on a non-intellectual level, yeah, I can listen to this. Yeah. But then when you start cutting it up, oh. it's like, oh shit, yeah. You, I can run to this. Yeah, exactly. Not just I can run to this. I can it, beat up a heavy bag to this. It's like you can you can have somebody like Shadow Moses mm. use this as, but like, sorry for those of you who don't know, Shadow Moses is a nerdcore. <laughs> hip hop group that has actually that actually has songs about the NWO. <laughs> They're it, also fronted by Vic Emanuel, the heel commentator of PWR. Mm. And it's one of those it's one of those beats that's good enough that you can sample it mm. in something else. No, freestyle over it. Freestyle all over this shit, and it's really fucking mm. good. It, so it kind of reminds me actually of an, of Mark Henry's song. Oh. In a way, in not, a way, not, in not, a way, not, not necessarily the same, same, but, but it's in a way. good. Yeah, it's good. It's great. But I would argue that the Mark Henry song is way better. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah, sure. By far, yeah, you know, everyone can you know sing to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although um, I was first sad when they decided to replace Samoa Joe's theme song, I'm okay with this. I'm so okay with this. It grew on me. One last thing before we wrap up in good category. Um, one of the things that I said earlier is the best wrestling songs are the ones that define the wrestler, right? Mm-hmm. Another, good ca- another good way of describing a good wrestling theme is if you can imagine the wrestler singing along to it. Uh, in the case of Mark Henry, uh, you know, somebody's going to get it. Uh, you can actually imagine him rapping along to it. And it would, it would work. It would make sense. Yeah. Right? So that's why it works. The one thing that I hate about uh, the last few years of mm-hmm. new wrestling themes is uh, not a lot of them are sing-along worthy. For both the fans and, and the wrestlers true. alike. Yeah. So a rare exception is Sasha Banks' theme, the Sky's the Limit. Because yeah. everyone can sing along to it. But mostly it's all instrumental now. Mm-hmm. So that's lang yung new direction of the music department of WWE. And now, and we have now. come to the climax of the theme song awards. It's time. There can only be one. And this year, the best theme Award goes to Now if you thought Shameless didn't have a great song before, I wouldn't blame you. Yeah. It was I. It was I. But this This is fire. This is golden. This is. This I is, loved it the first time I heard it. Because the first time we saw it, we heard it, all we saw was just pale white with a returning Seamus. Mm. You know what I was saying, Kanina, about uh, typical C4 dollar sign songs sounding different between verses? Yeah. This one sounds the most complete of his composition so far. But from front, uh, from, from start beginning to, to end. It sounds like the same song. And it's a good song. Bagay siya kasi it's classy enough na you can imagine yung King Seamus heritage and the yeah. Celtic warrior bullshit. Yeah. You can imagine that vibing well with the song. Plus, it works both as a face track and as a heel track. Because when Seamus returned, he was a returning hero, mm. so, so to speak, diba? Like he was supposed to like save Daniel Bryan mm. or, or Neville, I forgot which. Yeah. And then he goes on to defeat or to beat up Daniel Bryan and Dolph Ziggler. Mm. So, it worked. I, yeah, it worked both ways, eh? So I think na a song like this, because of its flexibility and its ability to like express the different sides of the Seamus character throughout yeah. his run, uh, it, it just stands out from the rest of the songs that have come out this year. I'm also just glad that it isn't as corny as his previous song. Like, you know, it's, you know Too Many Lines is funny, but it was super corny. Well, if you actually took time to listen to the real lyrics, it, it's less corny. Because I, I know it is super it, corny. Mm. Parang I get it; it's part of the kayfabe. Pero it's it was trying to play up on his name, his Celtic war, his Celtic warrior. Celtic Celtic Sorry, warrior. Boston. <laughs> Fuck Boston. Hey, uh, it was trying to play up on the on the Celtic warrior thing. So it in order to do that, it kind of threw back to a more cartoony. And it kind of tried to portray a cartoony image of him. The Conan the Barbarian yeah, type yeah. of character. And that, that, the theme tried to fit that portrayal of him. And this one just straight up went for the jugular. Yeah, and parang it, it's not as archaic. It's more contemporary. Uh, which, you know, again... Uh, archaic would be fine. Because uh, this one sounds archaic as well. But for me, it actually... It's more contemporary. 
for some reason. No, 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 no. no, no the no, reason no. why I say it's archaic is because of the opening instrumentation. Ah, okay. The, the, I, I can't tell what the instrument is, but it sounds kind of like a bagpipe. But it, yeah, but it's not a bagpipe. It's definitely not a bagpipe. Or it might be a synthesizer. I wouldn't be surprised if no, it's probably, No, it, it, if, whether it's a synth or not, it sounds like you know a pipe instrument, which works for him. Yeah, because he's Irish. Mm. With that, we would like to thank everyone for listening to the first round of our year-end specials at the SGP Podcast. Stay tuned next week as we have more theme songs, more awards, and more wrestling to talk about as we cap 2015 on a strong note. From the SGP Podcast, we are wishing you all a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the SGP Podcast. To get more from the voice of the modern Filipino wrestling fan, go to www.smarkhenry.ph. 